0: Engineering related adoption of 3D printing has mostly seen fruition in the manufacturing sector. That being said, the path to adopt 3D printing in the manufacturing process does not mean simply replacing traditional manufacturing with 3D printing. The key is to intelligently adopt it by bringing in various factors including part selection, redesign or design for additive manufacturing or DFAM as we would call it, material selection and the list goes on. The idea is to innovate to achieve the best possible version of the existing part and its functionality. For example, achieving 85% weight reduction by simply redesigning the heat exchanger for water oil and then 3D printing it. Do check it out on IDRO Hydraulics website. Another case would be Objectify technologies achieving optimization on multiple fronts by 3D printing two brackets for aerospace applications for ISRO. They also happen to be our guest on this episode. Objectify Technologies is a big name when it comes to 3D printing for the engineering sector as they cater to two of the biggest industries in this sector, aerospace and automotive industries, apart from tooling, white goods and medical component building and consulting. Their objective is simple, to ensure the widespread acceptance of additive manufacturing across all industries. Welcome to the second episode of AM Infocast series on Accelerating Additive Manufacturing Adoption with EOS with Aditya Chandravarkar and me, Abhishek Gokar. Our guest on this episode is an additive manufacturing enthusiast. How do we know this? Because he founded Objectify Technologies with his brother, Ankit Sahu, at the SIIC Incubation Center at IIT Kanpur right after graduating from college in 2013. That is Arpit Sahu for you and in a short span of seven years objectify technologies has grown in leaps and bounds from an experimental desktop 3d printing startup to an established name in the indian 3d printing industry so let's begin over to you aditya
1: welcome to am InfoCast, infocaster
2: thanks Adil, for inviting me to this platform
1: yeah so uh, you know in recent press we've seen that uh, objectify has uh, done a project with isro uh, for legacy space space parts which has received market appreciation and in this project you know how how was using am beneficial over conventional processes so uh, Adit, we have been lucky enough uh, to have done multiple
2: projects uh, for a reputed organization like isro over the years uh, so isro recently published uh, this uh, public uh, case study uh, on uh, this actual flight component that we did. So it was a highly challenging project which involved development uh, of the bracket required for mounting propulsion systems for a satellite launch ticket. Uh So, so basically, uh, so this uh, relates to a critical application uh, in which uh, the process required complete control and feasibility during the production. Uh, and as Objectify is a AS9100 uh, certified company, so we, uh, along with the guideline, uh, were able to uh, fully work according to those uh, specifications. Uh, so the actual component uh, was manufactured in SS76L material uh, on an US M290 machine, which ensured a complete repeatability and. Uh, traceability of data uh, uh, manufactured builds in this case. Uh, so so generally what happens in any space component or assembly, uh, the components are very expensive and the development takes a very long time. So generally these sort of components are manufactured by integrating multiple processes like welding, brazing, machining, everything. So as you increase the number of processes, so the probability of failures also increases and uh, the effort that has to be put in qualifying these components also is increased because here you have multiple processes. So the control also is decreased and there is some randomness to it, uh, obviously. But in this case, what we did was we completely changed the uh, manufacturing uh, uh, workflow. So we went from a multiple process. Uh, uh, Application to a single process application in which we manufactured the complete part in an integrated manner uh, in a single piece, which eliminated these uh, uh, multiple processes like uh, welding, brazing. So the qualification uh, became uh, sort of much more easier, and the chances of failures also reduced. So that was a very big. Uh, advantage uh, that we get in this uh, process, AM process by manufacturing these critical uh, critical parts. Uh, similarly, the other advantage uh, that uh, you get by using AM for these parts is so normally a designer uh, is thinking about uh, while designing more than the application specific uh, requirement. He is thinking about the uh, manufacturing feasibility requirement. Just like in a lot of conventional processes like building, machining, casting, we have to take care of undercuts and an N number of uh, feasibility requirements. But in AIM, the designer is completely free and has the freedom to design the components just focusing on the end application and the best possible user. So in this case, uh, a lot of the, it, this AIM process gave him the freedom to redesign the component uh, in a much lighter manner. Just focusing on the end application. So, and as it is an actual in component, so weight excess weight is very important. Even an extra gram of weight uh, affects the performance of the vehicle. Uh, so, we were able to ensure and uh, suggest uh, the is team as well to reduce the weight of that component and uh, come up with a very, very good uh, uh, component which we were able to qualify end to end. So, this would be the first component uh, which uh, an Indian space company and Indian uh, AM company have been able to qualify uh, for an actual uh, in-flight uh, application. So, this even though is the first component, but it has opened up uh, various uh, potential uh, that in future, this approach would be utilized and many more components uh, would be would be used
1: that's really great arpit and, it, and i think it's a clear case of uh, you know using the dfam concept uh, keeping in mind the need of the customer and you know also keeping in mind how it was conventionally manufactured i think that's that's something which is really uh, shining out of this application which you have, which you've uh, shared right now uh, in our previous series uh, if, if if you've gone through our uh, podcast before uh, you know we we spoke to valeria Tirelli from hydro You know, who shared insights on how they achieved success using AM in their manufacturing process for hydraulic and other engineering applications. And similarly, the global engineering sector and related industries have also achieved success with 3D printing. Objectify, you know, today being one of the largest service bureaus in India working in various application segments. What's your take on the adoption in India uh, so far?
2: So, the Indian AM ecosystem started. Uh, To take shape a couple of decades back when uh, big automotive OEMs and research organizations and clusters started to look at this technology as uh, an initial investment and uh, check what is possible and what is not possible. Uh, So initially, it was majorly a prototyping focused industry. But over the past few years, there has been a significant shift. In the mindset uh, of the users, and even a lot of new uh, stakeholders are getting involved uh, in the AM ecosystem these days. So, if we talk about uh, sector-wise, then uh, I guess auto sector is currently the biggest user of uh, AM in India. Uh, So, previously, as auto sector was only focusing on uh, prototyping-related requirement, but right now. The auto sector is having a uh, big change in the mindset and it is focusing on how to use it for end applications, how to use it uh, for improving their assembly lines, how to use it uh, for improving their actual product reduced uh, weight to uh, part ratio and those sort of things. So automotive sector is also uh, right now witnessing a big shift into it. Even uh, this is the direct usage of AIM in that, but even utilizing the tooling, the advantage indirectly by utilizing the conformal cooling concept in the tooling industry as well. So they are increasing the productivity and reducing mortgages and defects in their products. Similarly, uh, in the medical field, you can see. So, so manufacturing and printing of dental crowns uh, is a very good uh, production uh, business case. That is there and which is uh, growing significantly in India uh, these days. Then uh, you have uh, directly 3D printed implants with uh, very good lattice structure and better osseointegration than the conventional implants. Then you have customized medical devices, uh, just like robotic surgery equipment and, and a lot of other surgery equipment. And even the recent pandemic also has pushed the uh, envelope. But uh, in terms of adoption of AM in the Indian medical ecosystem, you might have seen a lot of gears like face shields being manufactured using AM, then uh, using nasal swaps uh, getting manufactured uh, through AM and even in the development of and fast tracking the development uh, of uh, ventilators using AM has been uh, proven uh, uh, in this pandemic. So so there has been a significant shift in the medical industry also in terms of adoption. Then you move towards aerospace industry, specifically uh, the governmental organizations like ISRO, uh, HALs, VRDU are now not thinking for AM just for prototyping, but they are uh, challenging the designers to design products, uh, taking advantage uh, of AM designing lighter blades, uh, lighter brackets even better functional uh, systems uh, so right now availability of exotic materials like inconel uh, titanium, uh, cobalt chrome is also uh, very very good and creating a very very balanced ecosystem in the aerospace uh, sector in India. Then you have the upcoming electric vehicle sectors uh, in which uh, it is very important for a fast track development from scratch of vehicles, where aim is providing to be a very very supportive technology for them, then you have a lot of startups which rather than investing in conventional processes like uh, injection molding and die casting, they are looking at aim for production rather than going uh, for these processes because they need to alter their products maybe just after fifty uh, pieces rather than waiting. For production of maybe two lakh pieces, and then go for it. Similarly, uh, the upcoming UAV industry is also adopting. Uh, you you see a lot of drones in India. Uh, in the actual end product, you you have lot of uh, AM components uh, uh, flying in there. So uh, as you mentioned, yes, uh, if you talk about uh, plainly, then in terms of our Western counterparts, we are little behind the curve. Uh, compared to them but we are catching up very fast and the coming years would be very positive and optimistic for the industry
1: yeah and that's that's a really good uh, you know potential we see there and uh, you know i'd like to you know dive a bit deeper in a couple of things you mentioned you know because objective I has worked extensively with the tooling industry you know can you highlight a couple of user success stories from the tooling sector utilizing am uh, at Objective.
2: So, Adit, as you correctly mentioned, uh, tooling industry has been uh, pushing the envelope in terms of adoption uh, of AM specifically in India. So, so basically, uh, tooling industry uh, caters to injection molding, die casting, uh, and customers. So, so you have a lot of complex thermal effects uh, during these processes which results into problematic areas in cycle time, uh, high cycle time and a lot of deformation and rejections. Uh, uh, At Objectify, we have a dedicated team with extensive uh, tool design experience. So we are focusing in this case by providing end-to-end solutions uh, to to our tooling customers. Uh, so, So right now, if you talk about The successes of cooling industry in India. So the major sector which has been taking up uh, and using the advantage of uh, uh, conformal cooling specifically uh, in their sectors is the caps enclosure enclosure and bottle making industry. So you have very high volume requirements uh, in these sectors uh, where you maybe uh, every day are molding uh, more than maybe one lakh pieces uh, at a single plant, so you need multiple tools and the production rate also you want very, very high, even uh, an increase in production rate by 20% would be a very significant advantage for them. So so this industry is uh, focusing and utilizing the advantages of functional cooling and reducing the cycle time. So like recently, we did a case with a bottle manufacturing uh, company based uh, in Bangalore, uh, in which they were molding a bottle in 48 seconds, but uh, uh, with our end-to-end designing and simulation that we provided to them, uh, we were able to reduce the uh, molding time of that uh, particular part from 48 seconds to 31 seconds. So, to having a significant advantage uh, and better quality product uh, to to them. So, so, this sort of advantage the bottle making, caps and closure industries are utilizing very fast. Then, on the other hand, you have industries like automotive, in which the part design itself is very complex. So, you have a lot of challenges in actually issues like warpages, inkmark defects, and everything. Uh, so, indirectly, they're utilizing AIM not for cycle time reduction, but uh, reducing uh, these defects and increasing their product quality. Uh, I'll, I'll take a small example uh, of a chain case uh, uh, mold that we did for a two wheeler automotive OEM. Uh, so, so they were getting a warpage of around seventeen point five mm uh, before using conventional cooling mechanisms and conventional manufacturing tools. Uh, with our end-to-end simulation and design that we did, and the manufacturing, we were able to reduce that warpage from around seventeen mm to 1.5 mm, it changed the, changed the complete mindset of the tool makers and tool designers there. Uh, and even though cycle time reduction wasn't their, their main aim, but uh, they received a 30% uh, cycle time reduction as well during molding uh, of that part. So so tooling industry uh, and aim is not specific just to, just to one sector, but it is providing tailor-made solutions uh, to, to each sector which tooling industry is keeping. So like previously, uh, tool makers were hes- uh, hesitant uh, uh, about using 3D printed inserts because uh, you had only option of maraging Steel 1.2709 material available to play, even though the hardness in everything was pretty good at around more than 50 HRC. Uh, but uh, to cater to this very specific need, uh, of our pooling customers who are more much more aware, like uh, uh, web materials like h thirteen and h eleven. we specifically uh, customized h uh, thirteen for for our, for those customers so that they can be free and they can go and adopt uh, these uh, conformable cooling insights. And the tool life also is equivalent to what we get in a conventional manufacturing. Industry. So this hesitation is decreasing. Uh, with the tool makers and obviously, I think uh, the the overall outlook and with these uh, successes that every industry is getting uh, with uh, this conformal tooling solution, uh, I think the adoption would increase significantly.
1: Thanks Arpit, for sharing these insights on how uh, you are utilizing AM for tooling applications. Uh, you know another area which which is very of interest to us, and we've seen it growing because of the you know alternate energy being the need of the hour. Development of electric vehicles has really seen seen a sharp rise. You know, in your experience of working with these companies in India, what advantages uh, you know does three D printing offer in design and development of electric vehicles?
2: So the very first thing that three uh, D printing is providing uh, as a solution. Uh, in EV development in India is providing a very quick uh, turnaround in terms of designing uh, and validation uh, of, of these EV parts uh, because uh, compared to a conventional uh, automobile, in this case everything is developed from scratch, so the, the conventional concepts are totally uh, changed in this case. So, so they require much more faster validation and prototyping uh, for, for their parts. and. The competition is so high in this EV segment that the go-to market time is also uh, getting reduced day by day. So, so that is much, they are much more aggressive than the conventional auto industry at this moment. And AM is providing proving to be a very good solution for them. And secondly, uh, if you look at the long-term aspect uh, of EVs, uh, then uh, compared to conventional vehicles, in this case, weight to power ratio needs to be as low uh, as possible and in this case 3D printing uh, is able uh, to suggest them top- topologically optimized structures which would essentially provide them the same strength as a conventional manufactured part but for a fraction of weight so which would prove to be a very advantageous uh, deal uh, for uh, the future evs that would come out then uh, the development of Conductive materials like copper alloys, uh, like OptiPI recently developed uh, copper alloy in metal printing, uh, is also able to support with high performance part with complex design. Uh, like a lot of motor windings, rotors that are required uh, for EVs. So, so this would also turn out to be a very good solution in future. And uh, we also see potential use of AM solutions for design and development for of complex heat exchange uh, equipment that would be essential for efficient performance of electric equipment in, in EV. So here also we see AM would be a very good pinpoint solution uh, within. And with the ongoing development of new alloys with better magnetic properties uh, involving the use of rarer metals would also have a very good potential for use uh, in this EV uh, sector. So, so basically, to summarize, uh, both the EV industry and the industry uh, are today's sunrise industry and they would uh, be good hand holders uh, for development of both industries.
1: Thanks, Arpit. Uh, the, I think these are really great insights on how uh, you have been using AM uh, Right from you know your inception as a startup at you know IIT Kanpur, and I think uh, sharing insights on the tooling the uh, you know eV applications uh, aerospace i think it's it's a great journey which which we have seen uh, in India and obviously uh, you know we would also like to know based on you know whatever you achieved so far what does the roadmap for objectify look like here from here
2: uh, so we have had this very organic growth which has resulted into us taking a more cautiously optimistic uh, approach as well. Uh, because we have realized there are a lot of challenges in AM and slowly and slowly, uh, specifically with the engineering applications people are adopting. So previously, uh, maybe a few years back, uh, people used to think AM um, as a consumer goods uh, toy making sort of technology, but the perception over the past uh, four or five years has changed significantly, uh, and now people are thinking about AM as a focused uh, technology manufacturing end use parts. Uh, and uh, so, so the repeatability uh, of AM has also increased. Uh, like we talked about uh, uh, the ISRO bracket project. So, in this case, we utilized an EOS 290 machine, which I believe uh, is the world's. Uh, most used uh, printer for, for producing repeatable parts. Uh, so in this case also Estro invested in that project because they know uh, that they can get a repeatable part uh, and they can use it directly for their flight components. So so that is uh, the sort of maturity uh, that uh, the Indian AL sector is uh, going through. And even if you talk about the overall uh, manpower focus as well. So like a few years back, nobody was thinking about about AM. They were just thinking about the conventional process. But right now, in uh, the minds of the designer, there is a small seed that, yes, this can also be made feasible in AM. So why not design uh, focusing on that? So here, Objectify also comes into picture and providing the complete support to the AM system in India and abroad as well. So we have also, uh, shifted towards just manufacturing AM parts to providing a very balanced approach in terms of uh, supporting our partners and customers with design. So, we have the complete uh, MSC simulation package uh, for the uh, DFAM and structural simulation. And then for the tooling industry, we do the complete thermal simulation, simulation software, and then uh, go back to our customers uh, and partners for having a better product. And then uh, for fact, uh, we are the largest uh, 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 partners of the US and India uh, with the largest setup in India and South Asia for the US. And uh, that has also allowed us to focus uh, on, on end goal projects uh, because we know that we will be getting repeatability out of uh, these EU uh, uh, systems that we have. Uh, then, in terms of qualification, the third part, because if you are manufacturing end use parts, then the qualification becomes very critical and uh, Objectifier has also scaled up and focused on good uh, uh, quality processes like AS910, ISO uh, 9001. So we are now also focusing in terms of qualification. Uh, so, so these three processes have to go hand in hand, right from the designing and the conception of the idea, manufacturing and qualification. Otherwise, we'll be stuck in that loop of just making prototypes, uh, which we are trying to break and move ahead. Then we are offering new materials to our customers, uh, like uh, be it uh, exotic materials like copper, uh, good materials like uh, uh, cobalt chrome based alloys which are not available globally even. And few rare uh, materials we are doing which I'm. Sorry, I cannot share in this uh, podcast. Uh, so we, we are working on, on very critical materials, which the end user wants. So I believe, uh, Adit, uh, that uh, uh, just shifting the mindset from the conventional uh, focus of just printing parts to a whole ecosystem based on designing parts, manufacturing parts, and qualifying parts would be a very good uh, support to the engineering uh, sector in India and uh, I believe the overall outlook uh, would be very good uh, and uh, the work is being done currently and you'll see results uh, in few years definitely.
1: Thank you uh, once again Arpit for uh, joining us today and, and based on whatever you shared today in, in this podcast I think the uh, future is really bright for the AM industry and the ecosystem in India.
0: Thank you Arpit for the opportunity. That brings us to the end of this episode. Visit amchronicle.com for more updates on additive manufacturing and follow the Indian 3D Printing Network and AM Chronicle pages on LinkedIn. Thank you for listening.